1: You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Marcus Mosier of Bleacher Report. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And as always, I'm joined by the one and only Landon McCool. You can follow him at McCoolBTB. Uh, you can listen to his show, How About Them Podcasts," and about a hundred other different radio shows and podcasts. <laughs> Landon, how you doing today, sir? Good. It sounds like you're in a
0: witness protection uh, program, Marcus, but I know that it's just that you've been at the fair all day, so you've probably been eating <laughs> a bunch of junk food <laughs> I mean, and, and screaming a lot.
1: Oh, yeah. Those fried donuts. I've been telling you what? there's nothing beats those fried donuts, but um, so... We are recording this on Tuesday night at about nine PM, and we just got the ruling about Ezekiel Elliott and the appeal being upheld. And then, basically, within a minute of each other, the uh, the uh, it's not an appeal. The restraining order case was also finished, and the NFL announced that Ezekiel Elliott is going to be allowed to play in Week One. Um, In full disclosure, I am not a legal guy at all, so I'm going to turn a lot of this over to you and ask for your opinion. Um, What are just your general thoughts of everything that transpired today? Because this was one of the weirdest days that I remember for non-football reasons because at 12 o'clock in the morning, the news was uh, that if if there was no ruling by 4 p.m. Eastern time that Zeke – uh, would be able to play and then the NFL said no and then Harold Henderson said that he was going to have a ruling today and then a couple hours later he said well he might not have a ruling today overall just give me your <laughs> thoughts on this crazy crazy day well
0: I, I, I mean let me preface first by saying I am definitely no legal scholar but I, I you know I slept on a holiday inn last night no I I I definitely followed it along.
1: <laughs> you're better at it than just, me. That's the thing. You're, I just I followed it, it a lot me.
0: closer today. So I'm, um, look. I mean, I think you know we. What happened this morning is that the NFL started out the day by uh, kind of just. With a shot across the bow, saying, "By the way, guys, that whole this ruling has to be done by Tuesday thing. That's there's no rule about that. That's more just a guideline. So whether or not we come out with the ruling today, um, you know, that may not that may not happen. Um, which you know is true. I mean, this that whole thing was based on just kind of a general." You know, agreement that the NFL wouldn't do that to a team, suspend a player, you know, after Tuesday just because of competitive fairness and that sort of thing. Um, and then, you know, Harold Henderson came out and said that, you know, he was going to have a ruling, uh, today. Um, and, uh, you know, the NFL had already kind of released a, um, a, uh, Statement about, you know, saying that the temporary restraining order was, that the legal term was not ripe, you know, the idea being that it wasn't quite ready to, that they, the the suggestion was the NFL uh, PA had had submitted the uh, restraining order too early. Um, And so the NFL was trying to like thread this needle, it seemed like, where, they didn't want to make the announcements too soon because that would li- that would give credibility to the NFLPA's argument that the the TRO the the temp- the temporary restraining order was properly timed. But they also didn't want to do it t- too late so that it would lend credence <laughs> to the TRO, saying that the the way that this has been unrolled out has been deeply unfair to the Dallas Cowboys because that was actually part of the, uh, of the, the restraining order, uh, aspect. So it's, uh, that got really confusing for a little while. Um, and then what ended up happening is that we heard nothing at the, the supposed deadline. The, the deadline came and went, uh, right around the same time that Zeke walked into the courtroom. Um, um and then we heard we heard rumblings early on from people inside the courtroom um saying that uh that the uh, the judge in the case um uh and I think his name is Mazant, I think if that if I got this right um that he specifically uh, asked the NFL if Ezekiel Elliott uh, would be playing this week, and I think honestly, I mean, we haven't heard a, a ton about specifics of that, but I guarantee you that that direct question gave the NFL some some ants in their pants. I, I'm sure that they didn't love that that you know that they were trying to get down to that immediately. So the NFL did respond um, and that yes, Ezekiel is playing this Sunday, so that does appear to be official um now the nfl could turn around and lie and just say but i and i think that has been suggested by some people but i will say that
1: it <laughs> First of all, that's not even the. That's not even. Could could they put him right? Could they put him on the commissioner's list?
0: Yes, he could do. I mean, he, he could he could do that. He could start the suspension this week if he wants. I mean, there's there's nothing stopping him from doing that. The problem, and I and that's what's been suggested by a lot of these people. And 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 I want to point out that there are a lot of people out there that are seemingly just deferring to the NFL that the NFL has the upper hand and they've kind of submitted to the the fact that well the they won the Brady case and that gives them like. Like this unlimited amount of power, like that is that that is definitely not true. Like I, I think that need, like I, I, it is definitely true that the NFL has an insane amount of power in these situations, and they have a large amount of leverage in the courtroom situation because of previous cases, the the last few court cases that. The NFLPA has gone against the NFL. They've had some notable losses. Then that's in, that that is not disputed. But I think what can be disputed is is that they don't have a chance here. I think they have a much better uh, court case just based on what lawyers are saying than they they have had previously. First of all, uh, because of well, kind of to get back to where we were with the TRO the 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 reason that the NFLPA submitted the the tier, the restraining order so early is to tr- to dictate the venue and that's really guys like the bottom line of all of this like the the big thing that the, the 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 really the thing that could be the deciding factor is where this case is heard because the 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 crux of the entire argument it's not about whether Ezekiel Elliott put his hands on Tiffany Thompson or whether Tiffany Thompson lied or any of that. What it's about is did the NFL go outside of the, the methods allowed in the CBA? Did they violate the the terms of the CBA? And did the NFL act in a fundamentally fair way when acting outside of the guidelines dictated by the cba and 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 the venue the the judge or the judge i guess if you want to look at it that way the judge matters in all those cases because the judge's judicial opinion their very opinion on on those legal precedents and on those legal ideas ideas like fundamental fairness they come into play when ruling on these cases so uh, you know, I, I mean, I've, I've I've been hearing other people say, well, oh, this is the same thing as Tom Brady." It is definitely not the same thing. <laughs> it is very. It, I mean, it, it, I understand that a lot of these things are are still in play. It's still the same sort of court that's going to hear it. But uh, this is not this is not the same court case in, in any stretch of the imagination. So, I think what 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 we know now is that it, it looks like. And I guess my bottom line is that what I was saying before is that you you don't want to lie to this judge. Like the NFL doesn't want to go back on its word when it said that it was going to allow um, Ezekiel Elliott to play, even though there's nothing binding them. There's nothing that's saying that they have to allow Ezekiel Elliott to play. They don't want to go back on that because then they will have lied to the judge, who will likely at that point, um, you know, have already ruled on the TRO um and if he uphel- upholds it which it sounds like he he will i mean i guess at this point if he upholds it it doesn't really matter the the the, the uh, this you know i'm still
1: thinking through this because <laughs> we just learned this but if he, yeah, if he upholds- literally like uh, half an hour before the show yeah. so yeah we're kind of yeah but i guess spitting our thoughts at here. this
0: point if he upholds it on 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 friday then um then it's kind of over I mean, it's uh, you know the the the. Uh, I mean, uh, it's either he either they'll uh, they'll they'll accept the the restraining order and Zeke will be uh, able to play until the court case is done and, and heard, or the commissioner uh, and the NFL win uh, the 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 case on Friday or the hearing on Friday and they don't uh, they don't give him the restraining order or. I guess the third option is that the restraining order gets upheld, and commissioner puts him on the commissioner's list. Um, but uh, all of that—I
1: feel like that's dangerous. I, all I, of this I think is dangerous. of this. Of... Look, I, I think
0: I think that there's a very real chance that, and I, I see people. I don't know why, but people don't seem to think that there is. But I guarantee you that there is a very serious chance. That the that the Ezekiel Elliott and uh, takes all these people to court, I, you know, including including uh, you know, Goodell, I would think. I mean, th- I mean, look, I, I I think people are saying that he doesn't have a good defamation of character case. I mean, I don't know how you wouldn't. Uh, I mean, I think he is an a, a ongoing conspiracy to <laughs> to not allow this guy to prove his innocence uh, in, you know, in your sport and and you're kind of going out of your way to, you know, kind of call him a a domestic abuser. It's just, I think that there's a lot, still, a lot of hands still left to be played, but uh, one of the big ones is going to be played Friday and, and, and not just, uh, you know, whether or not to grant the restraining order, but I mean, I think that there can be a separate judgment on, I think that there I'm not 100% sure cuz I'm not a lawyer but I think that there is a possibility that also that they may not w- up, uphold the restraining order but they could retain jurisdiction in that um, in that court uh, and that you know f- would basically uh, <laughs> that would be really bad for the NFL I think at this point just based on the line of questioning we've seen uh, and the way that the judges responded to a lot of the of what was
1: presented in the hearing today All right, let's pause for a second to tell you about our friends at CESNI. Buying and selling a home can be stressful. That is until you meet the CESNI Premier Realty Group. The professional and experienced real estate agents of the CESNI Premier Realty Group provide service that is second to none. Focused on building personal relationships with their clients, CESNI Premier Realty Group realtors seek to understand their clients' needs and wants to ensure those needs or wants are met every time and will strive to provide a hassle-free buying and selling experience as they assist their clients with all their real estate needs. No matter the situation, they're here to help. If you or someone you know is buying, selling, or relocating, if you are struggling with the possibility of a short sale or foreclosure, the Cessna Premier Realty Group knows that you deserve the best and will make sure that you get the best. If you currently need or think you will have real estate needs in the future, contact the Sesni Premier Realty Group directly at four six nine six seven two six nine eight seven. You can also visit their website at www.yourdfwhomesolution.com. All right, so I want to get this back on the field and out of the courtroom because I, I'm much better when we talk about actual things that happen in the field. But I remember a podcast. I think it was a week ago where we talked about the importance of this Giants game, and that we would almost trade if it, you could guarantee that Zeke could play this game against the Giants. You would almost trade that for uh, five other games because of the importance of this one singular game. So, a couple things, real quick, cl- really quickly. The line on the game has actually jumped. Uh, back up to the Cowboys at 3.5, which means the Vegas values Zeke at about 1.5 to 2 points, which is a, a pretty big margin considering that uh, you know franchise quarterbacks are 3 to 4 points. So Vegas believes this might be the difference in the game. I think it's a huge, huge bonus to the Cowboys because now uh, they can be... They can be balanced in offense. I think Zeke is going to play with a fire and a rage in him. How do you think having Zeke back on the field is going to impact this game? Because for most of the summer, we kind of assumed that he was not going to play in this game. What are your thoughts now that he is officially back on the field? I I guess I can't even say officially because we don't know the NFL, but we think that Zeke is going to play on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's still always the chance that I guess the you know they lose the TRO hearing on Friday, and then just as a punitive measure, they just say f you and just make him serve at this game. But, um, I yeah, who knows, right? I I, I uh, he makes an amazing amount of difference, especially you know, I you know, look, I think if you look at the games last year, Zeke definitely was not a huge factor in the first game. Uh, in the second game, he may have been the only part of the offense that seemed to be working correctly. Um, so I think it's enormous. I think you know. I think I, it's it's all the things, right? It's it's not only a, a fully a more fully formed Zeke, um, but it's. Uh, furious Zeke, <laughs> and uh, it's furious probably at the Giants Zeke because I mean let's be honest, like he did not necessarily play great against the Giants last year. Really, overall, he didn't. Um, the Giants are obviously a huge rival to us. Ben McAdoo decided he wanted to run his mouth about how you know running backs don't make any differences when there's no nowhere to run. I'm sure Zeke might have. He's been busy, but I'm sure he probably saw that. Um, and then on top of that, you know, uh, John Mara owns the uh, the New York Giants, and I'm sure Jerry's whispering in his ear who is really behind all of this. And uh, mm-hmm. and I, you know, look, I, I think wh- I feel yeah, confident yeah, saying whoever, that. Whoever, whoever, yeah, I don't <laughs> really confident. Uh, whoever posted that GIF from uh, the Fantastic Four of uh, of. Of Johnny uh, lighting up before he's about to fly off, and said that this is Zeke pregame next <laughs> next Sunday. <laughs> like that's, I mean, it's it's power up Mario time, mfers. I mean, I think it's gonna be tough for people to. Uh, he's gonna be angry. He's gonna run angry. Zeke runs mad already. I, I mean, we. I mean, have we seen Zeke actually angry at their at an opponent before?
1: This will be the first like, one. Like this, like, this is going to be the first like one. Like the fir- like like really, like have a reason to be angry, angry. Like maybe I, I the didn't... Seattle game, I, maybe that Seattle preseason game is the only one because he wanted to show how tough he was. I think that's the last time we've seen that. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you in the hole, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm I, excited. I, I'm excited just to
0: see him. Back I am in the too. Field. I I just uh, and I and, I mean he he ran angry in training camp. <laughs> there were two or three times I saw him hit our guys and almost start a fight. So uh, I can't wait to see. You know it's going to be like the cartoon where like uh, you know Harrison's going to try to stop him in the hole and then he's going to have like a huge. Zeke Elliott shaped hole in his stomach where Zeke ran through him, like you know Bugs Bunny running through a wall. Or
1: it's, I mean, he's gonna. I kind of think it's kind of deflating for the Giants, though, right? Because for the last few weeks, it seemed like they weren't going to have to play Zeke one way (laughs) or the other. And now that it comes out that he is, and now it's not only did it come out that he's playing, it came out late on Tuesday night. It's not like this was decided on Sunday when game planning was going on. I mean, we're. We're getting into the middle of the week now.
0: Like Ben said, it doesn't matter who's running the ball, so I guess they they won't be they won't be that upset about it. Um, but well, it, that's yeah. why the Giants' running game is bad. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, if, when you flip it, and that's the crazy thing is that if you if you were to look at this two weeks ago, um, it looks a lot like the Cowboys are going to be without maybe their best player, and uh, the Giants are going to have their best player, and, yeah. and everything's fine. Now you flip it; Zeke's going to be there and completely healthy, and I, as far as I know, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. still hasn't practiced yet. And, unless he did today,
1: I may have missed it. No, no, he didn't today. And I, the The plan is not for him to practice on Wednesday, Thursday, and maybe do a little bit at the walkthrough on Friday. Yeah, I
0: mean, I <laughs> that's not great <laughs> for uh, a wide receiver. I can't imagine. Um, so, I, I yeah, I mean, I got to think that if there, you know, if you want to believe in pregame, you know game week momentum
1: uh cowboys are building some steam now i have to believe it that's it for today's show make sure you subscribe to the podcast on itunes hit us up with a five-star review make sure you follow us on twitter at locked on cowboys we'll be back tomorrow to talk about the giants and we'll start previewing that game for sunday night thank you guys thanks for tuning in we'll see you back here tomorrow
0: The List.